0: Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to the batter's box on WNSP. Now, we're recording from the WNSP Studio on Dolphin Street in Mobile, Alabama. Our producer tonight is Nick Wiggins. Nick helps us out every week. My co host is usually Ricky Patterson, but Ricky is down in Sarasota, Florida. He's managing a college baseball team league down there at Sarasota, so he's not with us tonight. But we have three guests here tonight. We have Coach James Hattenstein from Bishop State Community College here in Mobile, home of the Wildcats. And we have two of his players, Cooper Ward and Bryce Eddington, and we're going to be talking some Bishop State baseball for a little while here. But right now we're going to we're going to get into some 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 regional baseball on the college level. It's been an exciting weekend this past weekend. We're just all kinds of great baseball from Friday until today and there's still just one game left, so so uh, you got six southeastern conference teams in so far, and I think Texas A&M is trying to get in themselves. Here a little bit later, they have a game against Stanford. So, and also uh, uh, exciting college baseball on the women's side, softball, I should say. Uh, really good softball. Stanford's got a heck of a team, y'all, and and of course Oklahoma. Uh, two weekends ago, they. They, they had a dramatic comeback. They went down to the last strike in two games and, and came back to, to break the record of 48 consecutive wins. And then you have Alabama, who um, Montana Fouts ended her un- outstanding career. And so that's women's softball. We're going to talk some more about that in the future, James, too. I mean, you know, y'all have a really good softball program down Absolutely. there, too. Coach you know? Meadows
1: does a great job.
0: That's right. And Trent Higginbotham's wife over there at at coastal south and we're going to support that because it's exciting it's exciting softball but and also i want to mention the bernie carbo fantasy camp coming up this weekend if y'all can make it out we'd love to have y'all uh bernie's does a great job it's going to be out at spring hill college june 9th through 11th friday through sunday so if y'all can get out there that'd be great listeners if get out there if you if if you're an older guy and you want to play baseball with your son. Go to Berniecarbo.com and check it out. And it's gonna be taking taking place at Spring Hill College this weekend.
1: And I know there'll be some some mobsters out there as well. I think Joe Connick said some guys will be out there representing.
0: That's right. Joe Connick, uh, our our main Mo- mobile mobster. Joe Joe's really doing a great job with the mobile mobsters and and James Hattenstein and Joe are the founders of the mobile mobsters, everybody. So keep up with what we're doing. I'm one of them too. And and these Bishop State guys are, are really important. Their entire pitching staff or just about their entire pitching staff came out this this year before the season actually started and we, we helped out several schools in in, in getting prepared for this two thousand twenty three season, which was a great one. And high school's over with. We had an just Unbelievable season, just like every season. There's such great baseball players that come from our port city, and that's over with now. But uh, and the junior college is over with, and now it's the the exciting time of of NCAA college baseball. Super regionals are getting ready to start on Friday, so tune in with that. But but I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the batter's box with Joey Warner and James Hatton Stein, and and our two. Baseball player guest tonight. It's going to be it's going to be a good show, and we'll start off in the NCAA regionals. Uh, Cooper Cooper Moore here. Uh, Cooper, you say you had some friends, and Bryce, y'all both have friends that are playing up there. Say a little bit about some of those guys.
2: Um, I'll start off with uh, Parker Carlson. Uh, me and Parker have known each other as long as I can remember, and uh, his brother Brooks graduated from Auburn last year after playing four years at Sanford and uh parker's just a great guy just one of my best friends and also a great pitcher and he showed that this year for auburn and did really well for him so I'm happy for him
0: well you know parker was outstanding at faith academy just just like brooks was and brooks was unbelievable at at samford i mean in 2020 the, the pandemic year he was all american they only played 20 games but he was on top of the world, practically James. You remember, yeah. and and uh, gets that, it from his father. Yeah, I'm sure. his daddy, Danny Carlson. It just it's, it was awesome that Parker was able to follow Brooks to Auburn because because Brooks was at Sanford at that time and he transferred to to Auburn. Auburn. And I know Tony David, Coach Tony David misses mm-hmm. um, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, y- y- y'all have some other ones, don't you, Bryce? And other players that y'all that y'all. Had, uh, you went to Auburn up there, didn't you? Yes, sir. I was you up did? there this weekend. You did? It well, was. y'all talk more about that.
2: Uh, the first game, it was just a great game. Um, it was Southern Miss and Sanford, and both of them had both their aces on the mound, and it was like a one-to-one game. Both the pitchers went eight innings, throwing over 100 pitches, so it was just awesome to see that as a pitcher myself, since everybody likes to score a lot of runs today. Um. And, yeah, it was just a good game. And then, unfortunately, Auburn lost to Penn University of Penn out of the Ivy League later that night. So, um, it was also a good game, but they lost, so it was unfortunate. So
0: Well, yeah, and I, I've, I've been all over it all weekend. And what I liked about Penn is, you know, that was a really good regional, the Auburn regional. You had Auburn, Southern Miss, and Sanford, And, you know, with Chris Sargent – And Reese Ewing playing at Southern Miss. I mean, and Drew Druckenmiller is going there next year and, you know, Sunbelt team. And you you got Sanford with Tony David and Parker Carlson and, and who it's a toss-up. Who do you who do you pull for? It's it, yeah, well, you want either one of them will win. I, I
1: have to pull for Tony. Tony and I were in the dugout together at South Alabama and you know, just seeing what he's done with that program and what kind of guy he is and, and, and how he's been able to build that program along with Dunn, you know, while he was there as an assistant. It's been amazing to see that program do what it's doing. And we're proud of him.
0: That's right. That's James Hattenstein, coach of Bishop State. Highly successful season this year and last year. And and that's right. The, uh, I, I I watched a video of Coach David addressing his team after the loss, and it's inspirational. He's a great coach. He was the Southern Conference Coach of the Year in just the second year.
1: Absolutely doing
0: wonders, going places. You know, I mean, I know when I say going places, I, I don't really mm-hmm. know what I'm saying there. What what I mean by that is 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 going places with his team. I'm sure that he's happy at Samford, but you know, when you have success, people look. You know, so. You know, it's just in other schools looking, and, and great coaches end up in great places. But hey, Samford is one of the best, and and again, Troy. Troy represented uh, the state. Alabama's mm-hmm. still in. Um, uh, like I said, Southern Miss and Samford, but
1: and we but, we have a guy going there next year. Gage Miller will be at Alabama next year, so we're excited to see you know one of our guys playing in the SEC as well.
0: That's great. I I, I didn't realize Gage is going there, and he he's, yes, he's had an outstanding season for y'all, and and. But as there's others with you mentioned Jake Holyfield that he got some playing time and 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 the Fuller uh, Stu Fuller's son at Troy State Troy I want to call him Troy State was,
1: mm-hmm. Troy University uh, yeah. that's right yeah we we go back a long way with those different names and all these universities changing their names
0: but what's so cool though too is one of the teams that was one of my favorites in there and I had my favorites Samford Southern Miss uh, of course, Auburn, Alabama, and I'm a Notre Dame guy. We didn't get there, but I, I well, your coach
1: is at Florida State now, so that kind of changed <laughs> things, didn't it?
0: It did. Yeah. It did. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, Dallas Baptist. Uh, you know that they they were they were forty-seven and ten, I believe, and or, no, that was Wake Forest. and that's another one of the teams. Ooh. Because and there's a
1: local guy going there next year, the Gunther kid yeah, from yeah, Bayside. So Gunther, there's,
0: and So Gunther. And so, I mean, um, Wake Forest outscored their opponents in the three games, 48-7.
1: It's just amazing to see how many local guys are so good at this game and playing at the highest level. And, you know, that's what's exciting for us, to see these local guys doing doing great things. And, you know, we hopefully uh, – Bishop State will continue to get those caliber guys that are going on to the SEC as well.
0: That's That's correct. But you know, like you say, Josh. What I was talking about with Josh Gunther going to Wake Forest—that's that's huge for this area. Yes, that's a big step for him. You know, and he was very mature in his interview last week. He's he's way ahead of the game. But Grant Jay out of Mobile Christian had an amazing year as a freshman. I mean, he hit three, close to 340, banged out 21 home runs and 62 RBIs. And I don't know exactly what happened during the regionals, but. It wasn't himself, but 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 they they were made a good showing. They always do. Yeah. Dallas Baptist has Absol- an outstanding program. Absolutely. But okay, well, uh, we hadn't heard much from from you, Bryce. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about uh, about your take on the regionals, the just overall overall view of, of you know. Yes, we're going into the super regionals, which is six down to sixteen teams. It looks like we'll have at least six SEC teams in. But but you know, you're you're the you're a sophomore at. at at Bishop State, and you're so, moving up to higher levels. But just give us an overview of what your take was from the from the regional.
3: Uh, I thought, honestly, it was a crazy regional with uh, teams you wouldn't expect, to make like, making it to the super regional. Like, Oral, Oral Roberts has had a fantastic year. They've won 21 straight. I mean, I don't think anybody really expected them to make it to the super regional. But it's another great thing about baseball. You never know who's going to win at any day. Um, also thought um, – Vanderbilt getting beat out by Xavier was also crazy. I mean, Vanderbilt won the SEC tournament, so you'd think they'd make it to the Super Regional, but it's just how the cards fell that day.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. Hey, I just learned a lot of stuff right yeah. there, Bryce. Yeah. Thanks buddy. We're talking with Bryce Eddington and Cooper Ward. They're playing they played for Coach James Hattenstein at Bishop State Community College this year. Uh, Cooper Ward scooped the scoop. <laughs> played it played for Tim Becker over at McGill Toon and Bryce Eddington played for for coach Mike Szymanski over at St. Luke's. And then he went to Coastal South for a year. then he came over and played with Coach Hattenstein and he had an out a really good season. and and Cooper had a, a good season. He's got another year. that's a good thing. Eddie yes, coach. sir. Cooper's a freshman. It really is. but I want to say something about these these two young men's fathers. Uh, Cooper Ward is the son of Lance Ward. And of course, uh, we're, we're, we're slowly getting to all these wards. Yes, we, sir. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Lance was, Lance and I played a lot of baseball together. So we have a lot of great stories and that's the cool thing about the game is, you know, and Cooper will tell you, you know, every game you play, every road trip you go on, you come up with another story that you can share 20 years down the road and you can laugh about them or cry about them or, or whatever. It's really kind of cool to have those stories that you can share with your old friends and, you know, Lance Ward and. Tony David and Danny Carlson, all names that we mentioned. And guess what? They were guys in the dugout with us back in those days. So it was fun.
0: And that's great. You know, even Tyrone Dixon and. and Absolutely. And some of the others. Another mobster. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, 1993, y'all had a really good team at yes. South Alabama.
1: Yes, we were fortunate. We had, I think it was eight guys that got drafted off one of those teams that we were on. And, you know, Marlon Anderson was there and John Lieber and a couple big leaguers in that dugout with us, along with us guys that were just fortunate enough to be there
0: that's cool stuff and we have Bryce Eddington and Bryce his father Josh Eddington very very supportive of high school junior college and you got a little brother Kyle Eddington who had a really good season at St. Luke's this year and and this is great and I really thank you guys for coming in here and and talking with us and we're we're trying to get into the rhythm here and go back to the to to the regionals just for a minute here Southern Miss like like, uh, Cooper had talked about uh, in that, that one game against Penn, uh, I, I guess you noticed a small ball late in the innings. Three good bunks. I mean, they, they played – That that's the way they won the game. Right. And, and they, you know, they it, it, you were there at the game. So, how, what was it like watching that kind of baseball?
2: It was just kind of refreshing to see that kind of baseball again because I just like that kind of baseball. And it's just – it's very hard to guard whenever they're – they squeeze two times in a row. So – Auburn really couldn't do much about it because they were perfect bunts and they just, they were just playing small ball and that's how, where they're, at, that's how they got to where they're at now, I guess.
0: That's right. And, you know, for you to be able to, to, to label them as perfect bunts, well, of course, y'all can see it on the, they, I guess they have the big screen out there too. Yes, sir. All right. But uh, from TV, I mean, I was just, right, right, yeah, man, you know, but they were great bunts. One of them was right, like maybe back to the pitcher. But it was so the pitcher had to go so far that it, it was a sacrifice. So, yeah. but the two squeeze, perfect, perfect, yeah. man. That's that's how you win baseball games. Absolutely and, right.
2: and it just sucked the life out of that stadium too. Wow, I bet just, it did. Yeah, I
0: bet it did. Well, you know, Southern Miss went on to they've been proved to forty-five and eighteen. They're going to Tennessee to play Tennessee in the Super Regional. So that's always mm. a tough task. And Absolutely. They, they ended up four and one. Uh, after that loss to Sanford they beat Auburn seven two, then they beat Samford Sanford nine four, which it wasn't that it wasn't that the five run gap is more like right. a one yeah, or two gap. It back. was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and then they took Penn and two consecutive games. But one of the good things about about uh, Southern Miss is what I was hoping for for they if they were gonna get eliminated in that in that regional was I was hoping Chris Sargent could hit another home run. And because that would give him thirteen for the season and fifty for his career. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I know this isn't uh, comparing to South Alabama, all you Jaguars out there, including James. <laughs> but, uh, but um, the the record for South Alabama career record is forty nine by Ryan Mulhern. And and so so Chris. So Sanders, how many
1: did Mark Johnson have? He was right 42. there too. Forty two. Okay. Yeah. Forty two.
0: And 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 I think Morrison might have had forty two. Keith Muller had thirty nine. Mm. And, um, but it was just good power hitting back yeah. then, and and so you know Alabama, Alabama is in the regional. They're they're going to be playing Wake Forest, and but Alabama, you know three and they're they're looking really good. And LSU, Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky just beat Indiana a little while ago, and they're all in. And so we have tonight we have Stanford and Texas A and M, and that'll that'll sum it up. But but. It was a really good regional and, and, and with the local support. And one other thing I want, I want to say about some of the, some of the hitters that were that were in the regional with, with the home runs, you know, talking about the home run is a lot of these guys weren't from Mobile, but they, they did play for, for the state teams. and Shane, and y'all know may know these guys or played against them at sometimes in your upbringing is uh, Shane Lewis out of Troy hit 27 home runs. And I think he was third in the country. And Bryson Ware out of Auburn, I'm sure you all know him. Absolutely. And uh, he hit 24. He was 10th, tied for 10th, I believe. John Anderson out of Samford hit 22 home runs. And Grant Jay out of, out of, out of Dallas Baptist hit 21. And then Colby Shelton out of Alabama hit 22. And then the the, the other one that I'm focused on would be Eric Toth. We talked about him, James. Um, he, he came out of McGill and he played for Mercer, who is, that's who Sanford had to beat out to get into the region, of the, uh, to win their conference, I believe. He hit 20 home runs, surprisingly. And, you know, a lot of you guys, Cooper and Bryce, you can, become, you, can you can be kind of like, a, there's a lot of late bloomers coming out of, out of high school in Mobile. It's like, they, they do well. On the high school level but then again when they get to the to either the community college level or the major college level they turn into just out uh, really unbelie- unbelievable baseball players and 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 it's it's just kind of like they come into their own they they, they they develop and just they become young men and start playing the game the way they've been taught and using their talents and abilities but that 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 kind of sums it up with the with the NCAA regionals and and uh, we're going to go to Bishop State and talk a little bit, bit about the 2023 season, and and Coach James Hattenstein over the past two seasons, has turned this this program completely around. Uh, I, everybody that's listeners that's that's followed baseball here locally knows how much Eddie Stanky has done for 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 our community back in his time, 14 years from 1969 to 1983, and then. Coach Kittrell stepped in in 1984 and put one of the best teams that they've ever had out on, out on the, the field with Pete Coachman and Lance Johnson and just a slew of players. And, and then Mark Calvey's done a good job for, for our Jaguars. And, and then you have uh, uh, John Seymour, Seymour out at, out at uh, University of Mobile who's done wonders out there. When he were, when he came in after Mike Jacobs, and we we have to remember Mike Jacobs and, and all the good things he did at University of Mobile, and then over over at what used to be Faulkner State, I, I I'm not even sure who the coach is over there right now, James.
1: Yeah, they're in transition now, so we'll we'll find out soon who will who will land that gig. So yeah. Well, that's a... that
0: used to be a a feeder program for the University of South Alabama for yes. many years. Oh, absolutely. Many years and. And that was a good thing. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. But uh, anyway, uh gets back to Bishop State. And we go back, Marcy Chapman. Uh, yes, sir. Help me out with someone. I know Mark Johnston, yeah, Greg Conner. You had
1: Greg Conner. You had Cleon Jones. Uh, you had Mike Watkins. And, you know, and, and some of those guys, they they did, you know, even uh, Ricky Patterson. Oh, yeah. So, and, and his son-in-law – uh, Larry took over it and, and and he did a good job with them as well.
0: That's right. So. And, you know, and then, uh, Mark Johnston came in Yes, sir. and, and, and that's where, and, and God bless Mark Johnston, you know, James and I, and everybody, we just, we, all the, all the ones we lost, just a moment of silence for them, you know, but anyway, um, getting back to the, the Bishop state program, uh, the last, the last, uh, James took over. I think in two two thousand eighteen, behind Mark, and, and things were, I guess, kind of falling apart back then. And then James took over and slowly put it together. In the last two seasons, James's uh, Bishop State Wildcats have compiled a fifty-nine and forty-six record. And when you start looking at records on that, the way I look at them, it's kind of looking like converted to a hundred sixty-two game schedule in the major leagues. And if you're fifty-nine and forty-six. I mean, it's it's a developing, building program. So hey, build on it each year. You know, uh, within the, before you know it, you you got a, you got a, like a nearly seven hundred six six hundred fifty winning precision percentage, and and that's what you're looking for. But but last year James broke records with it as a coach with twenty eight and a twenty four record, seventeen and fifteen in the conference, and that was because of his players. He'll be the first one to tell you absolutely. And and then this past year. They were 31 and 22 overall, and 21 and 11 in the conference. Were second seed in their tournament, and that gets to where we're at. James, y'all played Shelton State, who went on and did real well.
1: Yes, sir. They they won the tournament, and uh, they had won a, f- a couple of games in in the World Series out there at Grand Junction. So they were a competitive team. We had a couple little hiccups there in the tournament. We we. We went up three to one, and these guys will remember that for the rest of his life. But uh, we went up three to one in the ninth inning. We were the home team. Uh, there was two outs, and and they hit a they hit a home run. But in uh, in 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 some people's mind, that ball was foul. But uh, you know, <laughs> foul we, ball. we 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 <laughs> y'all think it was fair, guys? Foul ball. Okay. Foul so ball. so we we had to recover from that and try to fight, and we weren't able to fight back. So we got in the losers bracket. Faced old uh, Chat Valley and, and you know, kept fighting back and forth. Our guys did an unbelievable job. You know, Gage Miller hit a home run and a couple of guys fought back. I think Vinny Bazio had a clutch hit and even Bryce had a clutch hit in the situation. And going back to the small ball, uh, that's actually how we lost that game. We we worked hard on the small ball and, and fielding that bunt. And we actually made two errors there back in the backside of that game and they beat us 9-8. to eight. So that's one of those things that I think Cooper, when we got on the bus, he said, Coach, he said, "All those days that you were telling us to lock in, lock in, lock in during bunt coverages, this is why you know we focus every day on trying to be a little bit better, you know, on fielding bunts and 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 being a little bit better and and being a focused player." So he 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 said, "Next year he's going to be a guy that's going to be on the freshman and make sure the freshman lock in during those times."
0: Wow, yeah. that's good stuff. That's team team concept, mm-hmm. and I, that, that that's painful to think about those two games, but it is reality and. And that 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 was, it just took everything out of you. Uh, yeah. I know losing like that, but but you bounce back, and and like like y'all are all three sitting here wearing your Bishop State colors, all different kind of kind of jerseys and hats and logos and. And 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 that says a lot for the school. Well,
1: well, our biggest win is to to sign local kids like Cooper and Bryce. That's our biggest win. When we get those guys in the in the in the dugout, that means our stands are going to be full. That means our our families are going to be able to see their their players, and our players are going to be able to see their their fans and and friends. And it's just a really good experience. I felt like this year we had some of the biggest crowds that we've ever had at Bishop State, and especially on those Saturday doubleheaders. Beautiful weather and people would come out and bring their dogs and bring their chairs and sit out there in the outfield. And we had some, some really fun games and we, we had our share of walk-offs, you know, we, we had some walk-offs in the tournament, but I can tell you, I can, I can still remember, you know, two or three walk-offs and y'all, if y'all want to talk about that a little bit.
3: Yeah. um, Albert Hernandez, probably one of the funnest games I've ever been a part of. Um, It was the seventh inning. There was a man on, he was up to bat and, he unloaded on that baseball and uh, as many people know that have been there there's a softball field right behind our baseball field and when I tell you that ball landed in the infield like it was probably one of the furthest home runs I've ever seen in person and it was crazy
2: I'm not even really sure that ball's landed yet <laughs> <still be> going, <laughs> so. hey,
0: you know I met Albert out at, uh, I think it was Lefort. one of the events yeah, yeah. I did and And he's from down in Florida, I
1: believe. He's from Miami. You know, the reason why he was there that day is he had a couple of injuries. He had a hamstring pull early on, and then after that he had a broken finger. So he missed about a month and a half of the season, and we got him back at the right time. He ended up hitting five home runs there late in the season. But, man, as the guys used to make fun of me because I put him in a nine hole, like that's the best nine hole hitter we've ever had. But (laughs) he sure hit in that. Then we had Rooks and Rashad and Gage Miller coming up in behind him. So, so it was pretty fun to watch those guys offensively. And, you know, there was so many guys contributing. I know Bryce is not going to brag on himself, but I'm going to brag on him. Man, what an unbelievable, you know, season that he had. He came in with us as an infielder and uh, left us as an unbelievable outfielder. He's going to University of Mobile to play for Seymour as an outfielder. And as I told him before, to watch what he did, I mean, he was a small, little, scrawny guy and, and he got in the weight room and he, he really busted his tail and, you know, kind of worked on his bunt game. his a left-handed hitter, so he had the little slot bunt going, and did some things to make infields, you know, infielders a little, little pressured, and and had a good year. I I was impressed with what I saw, and his work ethic, and and what he did in the classroom, uh, Bryce. I'm I'm super proud of you.
0: Well, you know, I I'll, I'll, I'll chime in with there with, uh, Bryce, at, ended up hitting three thirty-three. Like you said, he had forty-three hits, stole twenty bases. And he made the second team All-South, and and that was that was really good.
1: Bryce, and, you think you'd have made the second team All-South last year? No. Uh,
3: <laughs> I was pretty bad, I can't lie. Um, I think the biggest difference from last year to this year was just encouragement from the coaches and honestly him telling me to switch to the outfield because infield was atrocious. <laughs> I could not field a ground ball to save my life last year, but ever since I transitioned to the outfield, it's been night and day. I love it out there, so. And we
1: were fortunate. We had three all-conference outfielders, right? Um, Rashad Robinson from Mobile Christian Memphis State, or University of Memphis, I'm not sure what they call it, this week. And then we had Tyrese Rooks and and Bryce out there, and all three of them were all-conference, and they they all did some phenomenal things offensively as well as defensively.
0: Right, and and they're local. You know, Tyrese is from St. Paul's, and and, uh, who was the other two you said? Rashad's from Mobile Christian, and and, – which gage is i'm not sure where he's from but he's he's just he, he led the team in just yeah. about every category
1: well and that's our goal we want to sign the top level kids here locally so that we can fill the gaps in the puzzle with those guys from out of state we a lot of people don't know this about us but we try to sign all local guys and when we don't fill that puzzle we have a kind of a a limit of how many we can sign out of state because it costs us double to sign those out of staters so we try to keep our our guys that are their top-notch kids here at home and I think we have a good product. I think we've got a little, little, little momentum going, and hopefully, you know, people will hear from you, Joey. We really appreciate the the amount of coverage that you've given us. It, it means a lot. It's uh, I know a lot of the baseball guys in the community know that if you want to know something about high school baseball, little league baseball, and even college baseball, Joey Warner's the guy that you need to talk to.
0: Well, I appreciate that. It's it's it's, it's- and people say that all the time, and all that does is plug me in like a little Energizer, Energizer bunny and makes me go, go, go more. But I did actually, I come up with this, uh, both of you guys have been on teams that I've created that for, for recognition and, and awards and such, but this past weekend, you know, you have your terrific 12 that I come up with, and, and you know, the player and the picture of the year from Baldwin and Mobile Counties, and then I, I we I, have
1: Trevor Murphy so we got us yeah, one. Yeah, well, you so got, thank you, you Joey.
0: You did. Thank you. So and then I come up with a first second and third team. Well this year I came up with two first and second teams and with 20 players apiece and a couple of coaches apiece. And then uh the best of the rest and and it, it comes to 142 players. And and, and, and the, the way I write and being I try to be positive in everything I've ever covered, wherever I've written, I try to at least get somebody's name in there if they contributed. They're part of the team, and it does something for you. You know, we don't have a newspaper anymore. So, but everybody used to want to see their name in the newspaper, and in out of a and believe me, out of those 142 players, there's another couple of dozen or a do, maybe 25 more that that are that had just as good as numbers, but I didn't have. I didn't know much about him. You know,
1: well, got, well, Joey, I'll say this as a college coach, it's so helpful to be able to look and see how many doubles a guy has and what kind of numbers he put up during the course of the high school season. Because, you know, when I'm trying to fill the gaps of guys like Bryce that I'm losing, I'm trying to find guys that are as good or hopefully prayers that they're better as we can in, increase. And, and seeing numbers on guys gives us an idea of what we're getting, or at least what they're able to – they're capable of doing.
0: And, and you know, just like – Cooper and Bryce here, when you watch these guys leave, I've been involved in this. I've been following the following it for years and years and years, but being focused in on the stats, I get to see players like Cooper Ward and Bryce Eddington move on to higher levels. and and that's that's very, very reward rewarding to me with what what I'm trying to accomplish with that. and but but yeah, when you mention uh, local players, I'm gonna throw some names out there. Cooper and Bryson. I want y'all to elaborate on these guys because they're, they're your teammates and maybe share anything you want to share. Ryan Kelly and Sir, Tyler Sermon, both from, from Baker High School, had really good years on the mound. I mean, really good season on the mound, both of them. Gabe Hunt, I think he was from Theodore. Uh, Kyle Hip was out of Cottage Hill Christian. Brody Hinton out of Mobile Christian. Vinny Bosio, you mentioned earlier, of St. Paul's. Rashad Robinson out of Mobile Christian, Tyrese Rooks out of Saint Paul's, Bryce Eddington out of uh, uh Saint Luke's, Cooper Ward out of McGill Tulin, and again, Nobles is even from Fairhope and Daphne. I, Daphne. Yes, I, I may have left somebody out or, or whatever, but but if I did, y'all can help me out with that. But re- reminisce some 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 memories from this year but with some of you ball players.
2: Um yeah, it's uh it's fun having a ton of guys from Mobile because uh, I was talking with my friends about this the other day, actually. It's like a whole different appreciation of what Coach Hat's doing at Bishop because we truly understand where the program was at and where it's heading. So it's just fun to be around, and that's what Coach Hat preaches every day. He says, be fun to watch. And I've had a lot of people come up to me and said, man, Cooper – y'all's team is just fun to watch and i'm like that's what we're trying to do so <laughs> and it's a lot of fun what we do uh
3: yeah to piggyback on that uh i like how we have a bunch of local guys because i mean some of us knew each other in high school but most of us didn't know who like we knew who they were but we weren't friends with them or anything like that and just to see all of us able to come together at the same school in our hometown uh, i think it just makes us appreciate it more and um we have a lot more things in common to talk about, especially, and we all want to play for our hometown, obviously. And to get to play at Bishop state was a huge blessing.
0: And, you know, it's, it's so cool to to sit here with y'all and hear that because me and James go back a long way with Bishop state. And it's, 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 it's been, it's a great school. It's an awesome school for the city of Mobile. And now to hear players, you know, rub elbows and, and high five and, and, Drive each other in and win walk-off games like y'all've done, and 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 the camaraderie of it is is unbelievable. And I just I'm proud of, of, of what this program has become and what it can can grow into. I mean I'm we you know we were talking about Delgado University mm-hmm. is it Garden? Delgado community, community, community College? Yeah. Absolutely. They went to the World Series. Yes, especially. sir. And I think they're they're They've probably done the same kind of thing over there in New Orleans, yeah. you know. And you same kind of, you know, program to, to build on, to, to to keep striving for to, to get to the world series. Yeah, we
1: we played them last year. We'll play them every so often and they're they're a really solid baseball program and it's kinda of cool to see programs that we play against make it to the college world series like Shelton and 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 you know, Delgado and even Andrews and some of those colleges that that actually made it. So those are those are teams we put on our schedule. We we put a Northwest Florida and a Chipola and schools like that, so our guys will get to play against those caliber teams. So that'll be our goal is to shoot to be you know at that level.
0: Right. The, and the, the the that Shane Shane Lewis out of Troy, he's from Vicksburg, Mississippi, the one with the twenty seven home runs. He played at Chipola, okay. and so Chipola has put out some re, some some. Absolutely. Super players. Super Amazing program. Coach
1: Johnson is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet as well. So that's what I enjoy seeing is guys like him that are successful, and they also know that, you know, their players are the reason why they're successful. And I think that's what a lot of us, you know, sometimes forget is, you know, we don't do it, the players do it. But you got to find a way to get the right players in the dugout and have those guys believe in each other. And, you know, I told him at one point in the season, I said, y'all are either going to believe in each other And fight with each other? Are you going to fight against me and still fight with each other? Whichever way you want to do it, we're going to get this thing done. And so I think they decided they're going to fight with each other and it worked.
2: Um, To add on to that, uh, I think one of the biggest turning points of our season, we went over to Nunez Community (laughs) College. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Shawmet, Louisiana? Yes, sir. It was at Shawmet. And um, we. You're only gonna talk about the time I wasn't in a dugout. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh we were we were controlling most of that game and um we had a couple calls go against us and they were a little questionable calls and uh Coach Hat wasn't very happy about those calls. <laughs> and umpire he, was sensitive too so umpire was very sensitive that's and that's why I was tossed
1: did you
0: get the thumb <laughs> yeah coach hat uh,
2: said some words to him i guess he didn't like
1: it so i have never cussed an umpire but i have been tossed because i just said he was too sensitive i told him <laughs> he was sensitive he didn't appreciate that i don't know why
2: so uh coach hat went and sat that one out on the bus and waited for us and um so it was a doubleheader, and then we had to play the second game with Coach Farley, our pitching coach, and uh, things got a little heated between us and Nunez, and we had a couple guys yelling at a couple guys in Nunez, and we both cleared dugouts, and uh, we were we were on a rough stretch before that, and um, we all came out of the dugout, and we ended up losing that game, but even though we ended up losing that game, it kind of like was refreshing because we we knew we all had each other's backs, and after that, we just started rolling, and nobody was really stopping us. So
0: well, that's that's a cool thing. So you, so
1: so something else that that you know a lot of people don't realize in the college game: if you leave your position or if you leave your dugout, whether or not you actually make contact, you're you're violently ejected. So for the rest of the season, I'm on pins and needles, hoping and praying <laughs> that nothing happens. So that if you're, you're violently ejected again, your your season is done. So my whole year was just hoping and praying that our guys were fighting for each other, but not fighting against the other team.
0: I understand. I understand completely. And it pulls your team together. And and being an umpire myself, I I look at it from both sides, you know, because, I, I, you know, in the past, you know, South Alabama had several times where they've cleared the benches and actually – yeah. use bats our, and our era I mean, was yeah, you I mean, know and
1: matter and, of fact I was watching Arkansas State and South Alabama playing on TV and there was whoever the color guy was talking about my team when we got in a fight with Arkansas State so I was like my goodness how ironic that he's talking about the team that I was a part of in fights
0: yeah. right and Umpires get a bad rap, but sometimes there's a handful of umpires that deserve the bad rap. Y'all know that as players. And we do. We have
1: some very good umpires in our league and 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 I like to tell them that when they do a good job because that's a part of what's going on in the game of baseball now is umpires like yourself, you know, and people that do the do things right and try to be fair and, and stuff like that need to hear and Gary Malden is one of the best umpires around he is. here Gary, and, Gary's and I'll I'll put him up with anybody umpire. and and he's approachable and you know he he'll admit when you know it's something that could have been controversy and controversial and I I know there's been times when new rules come out he'll talk to me or the team about how that's going to affect us and things so so when you have guys that are true umpires and true students of the game and they don't try to take the rule and make it to where it changes the course of the game, and they make it to where it's a, a part of the game. that that makes it to where we all appreciate guys that do that.
0: Well, it, it shows with what Cooper just said. It shows that your your team has discipline. They pr- they prove that discipline by by standing up for their coach as well as standing up for each other in that incident over at Nunes. Mm-hmm. But but the, you know that's that's a it, Coaches' ejections is and you know, question the umpire that's part of the game. And I hope we don't go to where we get rid of the umpires, mm-hmm. the human factor. But everything points in that direction. And but
1: it, some leagues they have a question you can tap your hat and they'll let you question the strike and ball call.
0: Oh my goodness, so it, that's it's a, coming. That's <clears throat> well, Bryce, you went to Coastal South out of St. Luke's and. Before before we talk about talk talk about your career at St. Luke's and playing for Coach Mike Samansky, you 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 were you really good over there at St. Luke's, and y'all you did great things on the field.
3: Yes, sir. Um, so I'll take it all the way back to eighth grade when I was playing over there, as you know, my dad was the coach. Um, then after that season, Coach Szymanski came in there, and I think I think he uh, he handled like it really well with me, you know. Uh, losing my dad as a coach or whatever and I appreciate that so much and I think he turned that program uh around. Uh we started doing really good the next couple seasons. Um it was just a joy to be out there. Um I hate that the way some of our seasons ended, you know, losing in the third round, first round, my senior year, but I thought it was an excellent program over there. Um hopefully it turns back around soon. I know it's I mean, it's been here and there the past couple of years, but I'm sure
0: he can turn it back around before he retires. He's got some young players, I think. The, the Manhattan guy, how do, he he, does. how do you pronounce the Manhattan?
3: Uh, Manhattan or something mm-hmm. like that, I he's really like don't know. And, he's like 14 years old. He's really
0: good over there. Yeah, he's, he's he's doing a great job. And this Mel Spivey, I think he's mm-hmm. coming back. Yes, sir. Yeah, they have
3: some uh young
0: talent over there
3: that they're pretty big-sized kids for their age, like eighth and ninth graders that, I mean, are already like six foot tall, mm-hmm. so – when they uh fill their frame out in the next upcoming years, I think they're going to be pretty good.
0: That's great. When when you went over to, I flashback. I went to Faulkner, and back in '81 and '82, played with your uncle Wes. We 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 had some great times, just great memories. And and uh, when you went over there to Coastal South, how did that? How did that? What was that like?
3: Ah, uh, so I mean. I'm not going to try to talk bad about them over there or anything like that. I'll stay positive, but I mean, I didn't I didn't really enjoy the experience over there as much as I did at Bishop. Um, you know, I mean, I think the coaching style was a lot different and it just didn't fit with my game, you know. And you get coaches like that sometimes that you just don't agree with or whatever, but I think the best decision I made was coming back over to Bishop cuz Coach Hattenstein's uh his way of coaching is like a lot more free spirited for us. Like he can encourages us every game you get, you know, you get those coaches who are kind of like robots or whatever. They don't really talk to you about any other things. They're just like, do this, do that. If you get down, they yell at you. They're down the whole rest of the game, but coach hats never like that. We get down, he'll, we'll come back in the dugout and he'll be like, all right, everybody up right here. And he'll fire us back up. And next thing you know, the next inning, we're rolling out hits and scoring seven or more runs like he preaches every day to win baseball games and stuff like that so um i just that's pretty much it honestly i
0: I admire you for for having the courage to to present it like that because there's so many ball players that that experience that and they walk out the door they stop Uh, ricky patterson says that that they, they they're in the woods you know there's players in the woods I, you're talking to one right now that that happened to me, mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't blast anybody either. And I appreciate you doing that. It shows what kind of man you are. But but there are there are places in schools that that players go to that they're just it's not a good fit. So and and and, and unlike the the transfer portal in college football, I'll change gears for just a second here because I'm not a big fan of the NIL or the or the portal, but. And, and, and I don't know exactly how it works in baseball, but I know in football that they're jumping off the – it's like jumping off a ship that's sinking. But th- that ship's not sinking. They're just unhappy, I guess, or they want a better deal maybe. I don't yeah. – it's just a subject that, that – that, um, as far as the media, I'm not one of these – I'm a freelance type guy, independent guy. And I have my opinions, but I try to be positive. And all these imitators, they imitate the stuff, and you know they can do that. That's what they want to do. But, but, but I I, I just know that if if you're not happy with a program and you have an opportunity to go find another program, you're a perfect example that made a transition to another school. And you can relate to the coach, and he can relate to you. And that says good things about the program. And it doesn't blast the program that you came from. It's just it's like a job. It's just like life. I mean. We, People transfer, you know, but but uh, you got to transfer for the right reasons, and I think you've done that.
1: And, and I think at our level, it's a little different than at the four year level. At the four year level, there's money that's in behind it sometimes, and there's an opportunity to play in in a big big stage, you know, in the SEC and things like that. So you kind of see it in a different way at the four year level than even so much as for us. And you know, we we've been fortunate. You know, we one of our goals is to retain the guys that we bring in and to make sure they come in and pass and we don't lose them and we'd lose our share but that was one of our goals when we came in is to come in and make sure that our guys see the academic side and see the the friendship side and and the, and and as Cooper said we want them to be fun to watch because if you're fun to watch you're going to play hard you're going to make plays that nobody else would make and you're going to do things well and and I think Bryce you know came in and and took a negative situation and turned it into a positive and that's I'm super proud of him for that to, you know, come in and as you said, you know, at, at college baseball, especially junior college, is a time when kids oftentimes figure out it's time to grow up and not play the kids' game anymore. and And Bryce didn't do that, and I think that's a that's a testimony to his character and and who he is. And now he's going to University Mobile and playing for Seymour. What a great program they have over there. And and we're just proud of. of of what some of our local guys have been able to do. And, you know, we don't want to be the kickback program. We don't want to be the program that people come back to. We want to be the first program that they decide to go to. And we want guys that want to be in our dugout. And I think these two guys will tell you that, that, that when you come in the dugout and, and you were with the guys that have been with us for a while, you're not going to big league your guys. You're not going to be like you're better than anybody else. You're, you're no, I mean, Gage Miller, and, and we'll talk about him a little bit, he was the first one to rake the field. He's the last one out of the dugout. And I think a lot of other guys had that same mindset. Just because you're a more talented player doesn't mean that you can, you know, look down or talk down to your teammates. And I think that's one of the things that they did. Um, for us, you know, we talk to them all the time about, you know, when you come in, you know, you're a baby in the backseat of the car. When you leave, I want to be in the backseat of the limo and you're driving me and, and we're on the right track. And, and I think they did that in the last couple of years. You know, Bryce being here is, is two years, and I think they were able to to kind of take what we tell them and build on it. And, you know, there were times where I'd sit down and ask them, hey, what do we want to do here? We want to keep doing this, or we want to make an adjustment. And, and we would adjust based on the personnel. And Coach Hunt says this all the time. He says, you know, you want to know who the starting lineup is? The team will determine that. They know who they want in the, in the, in the lineup. And, and as, as that guy goes in there and performs, they're going to support him, pat him on the back. And when he struggles they are also going to support him and pat him on the back. So, you know, having a team concept is what we're here to do. Um, You know, in, in no way, shape or form, do I feel like I'm the reason why they did well. I feel like coaching is only about 30% and the other 70% is what kind of kids you have in a dugout. I want to win a national championship at Bishop. I think I got to get some national camp championship caliber pitchers and, I think that make a big difference for this program. I think we all say that. That you know, we got in that tournament and we we looked around and you know, there's some there's some talented guys out there in in the game of baseball with all the transferring and, and things that are going on. And we were fortunate to get some guys this year mid year, and hopefully we'll continue to get that caliber kid.
3: To piggyback on that real quick uh, about what he was saying about coming in the dugout and all of us like getting our work done and stuff and. I think this is one of the closest teams that I've ever played with. Like, the camaraderie was amazing. We didn't have anybody who was like, I'm better than you. I don't have to do this. We all worked together as a team, and we all loved each other, which is why we made it so far. And uh, one story about that is uh, we're one day we were working out in the weight room, and uh, Coach Hattenstein calls me and Gage in there, and he was like, we got to go to a meeting. We want you all to run practice as a team. And most teams, what they would do, they would go out there. They would just mess around, not get any work done. But we went out there, and they were just like, all right, what do we need to do? And we got our work done. We got our infield in, our hitting, our our flat grounds and everything. We got our work in two hours, and we left just like that. And I think that's why uh, we made it so far like the way we did because uh, of that camaraderie we had.
0: That's good stuff. It's really good stuff. And, and you know, you moving on to Mobile, University of Mobile's is- just gives gives us another player to to watch and and James one that, that that's left your program part of that feeder system that, that you're building. They there. have
1: several of our guys there and and we're just proud to have guys that we can kind of watch and 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 go and watch some of their games and even in the fall and the spring we'll play them and you know and it's it's really fun to 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 strap it up against them. Coop, you want to say anything about that?
2: Yeah, it's always fun to play University of Mobile. Um, my cousin actually, my oldest cousin Tucker actually played there so. I've been a fan of the University of Mobile for a while now, just like following them. hope they always do well. And uh, I'll probably be at a few games next year to watch Bryce. Hopefully I get to face him and, you know <laughs> – we we'll we all know how that'll go. So it's gonna
0: be a strikeout. Better feel right? that, that
3: bunt. That's right. Better That's right. that, that bunt. bunt. Well, <laughs> I, I
1: can't
2: mention University of Mobile without mentioning Coach Jacobs.
1: You know, he was a mentor to me, and he was such a positive person. And, and and I think he's mentored many people. But I worked for him for a year, and it was a really good experience for me to see how he related to his team and his coaches. And and how he handled himself in a Christian way every every day.
0: Amazing, amazing guy, and a, a, a great player in his time as well. Yeah, came up through Davidson High School and could run really and, fast. running. And a
1: cool story about him was I think he got hit in the face one time with a with a with a bar in a fight. In a fight in a in a in a game. Sure so. did,
0: sure did. Well, you know Cooper, you, you we're going to talk about your assistant coaches for a few minutes. Um, Jeremy Hunt. Just a really good coach for you, James, and and Chandler Farley was your pitching coach, Cooper. And and I wanted we before we before we get through with these coaches, I want you to talk about the two volunteer assistants that you had, too, James. Uh, but but talk a little bit about, bit about uh, Chandler Farley, uh, Cooper.
2: Oh yeah, Coach Farley. Um, love having him around. He's a great pitching coach, and um, he's just like I always say. We have the great the best mix of coaches. We have coach hat. Who's a, uh, an older guy experience. He's the vet. He's, um, going to sit us down, bring him, bring us into his office, sit us down and talk to us. And Hoop, I've never sat you in my office. Have I, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, he'll come in sit us down, ask us how we feel about stuff. And we'll just talk about how we think we can better ourselves in that situation next time. And then Coach Farley is the younger guy. Um, we can relate to him a lot. It's good to have a young guy around. And he can get on our tail sometimes. And But we all love him. And uh, he's a great pitching coach. So, uh, you,
1: you know what's so funny? We, we had said that for several years, you know, Coach Hunt and I and Coach Valenzuela and Coach Pitts, and we'll talk about them in a minute. But we're all older. And to have someone that these guys can text and – and to have that relationship, as I call it, chap snap with them instead of Snapchat, <laughs> uh, to have that relationship with the younger guys and be able to talk the the new lingo and and to just feel comfortable. And I think Chandler brings that to the table for all of them.
0: That's good stuff. That's good stuff. i tell you guys, I think we're getting ready to try to get Tyrese Rooks on the phone. Um, this uh, time has, you know, we don't have a clock here. And I first, I just looked at my uh my phone and man, we could go all night if y'all, if y'all. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna we're gonna slow it down here and and I'm gonna say a few things about it, another subject while we get Tyrese on the phone and we're gonna talk a little bit with uh, with Tyrese before we before we sign out here. But but we're not gonna do that yet. But but uh, you're listening to the Batters Box on WNSP now with Joey Warner and Coach James Hattonstein. Bryce Eddington and Cooper Ward from Bishop State. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. Okay, Coach James Hattenstein and Cooper Ward and Bryce Eddington with Bishop State. We have Tyrese Rooks on the telephone. Tyrese was an, a great ball player this past season and has been at St. Paul. Are you, are you there, Tyrese? Uh, yes, sir, I am. How you doing, Tyrese? I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? That's good. I'm Joey Warner with the Batter's Box, and you're talking with us tonight. We got a couple of your teammates and your coach in here at the WNSP studio, and and I've been told that you participated in a in a, a minority baseball prospect association all star event at the uh, Atlanta Braves AAA facility this past weekend. Is is that correct?
4: Uh, yes, sir. I j- actually just got back today.
0: Okay talk a little bit about that and and, and how you how you were uh, recognized and, and invited to that event and and, and how it, how it unfolded
4: uh it was a it was a very well planned event i mean it was people representing their schools hbcus all around the country and a select few were selected to play in the game and it was just an awesome event
0: well, you're you're here with Cooper Ward and Bryce Eddington. Guys ask ask Tyrese some. Say 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 how you doing or what what's going on, brother? <laughs> how, how
2: you doing, Tyrese? <laughs> what's
3: up, man? What's up, my fellow what's up y'all boys? <laughs> uh,
0: y'all had an outstanding season this past season, Tyrese, and all three of you guys contributed equally. As brothers, I mean, you, some of you may have had had higher numbers or lower numbers than, than 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 each other, but from what I've been told tonight and what I've observed, that, that y'all y'all had uh, a team that that really used the team concept. Talk a little bit about that, Tyrese.
4: Oh uh, well, on paper, um, to be completely honest. We didn't really match up to all the teams in the conference, but the thing that really separated us was that we, for sure, had talent. But we welded together, and that team aspect really helped us win a lot of ball games that we really shouldn't have been technically on paper.
0: Well, that says a lot for the program. It says a lot for the coaching staff. It says a lot for the development of the players, and it's players like like yourself and 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 what 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 the fan base and and the community likes about it is a lot of y'all are coming from local high schools. And, and that's what we want to see. And I'm sure that's what coach Hattenstein's out for. And, but you do have players like Gage Miller. And we've talked a little bit about Gage earlier tonight and he put up some big numbers. And, and when you do that, it's like, okay, as baseball players, when, when, when somebody like that stands in, then you know, there's a lot of dependability put on that player, and 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 when they come through, there's a lot of celebration. And when they don't come through, there's a lot of okay, get them next time. So so that's what Bishop State has become, and and that's what this program needs to be. And and Coach Hattenstein's goals are, are, are just that. So well,
1: well, Joey, I'll tell you this: Tyrese was a major major sign for us. I think from from what he did in the dugout and the way he is an exciting leadoff type guy, I think he was a a, a big cog to our wheel and and kept us rolling. I, I said it many times when when the game was on the line. I always knew Tyrese was going to find a way to fire us up. And Tyrese, I I really appreciate you know you choosing Bishop State and and deciding to be with us and. And we appreciate the numbers that you put up. You know, Tyrese put up some major numbers, was All Conference two years in a row, and just had some some really cool things he did. And that's why you were selected to the All Star event. And what he he you know he's kind of humble in his ways, but you know he was there with a bunch of four year guys. He was one of the very few junior college ASPCU guys. Was there any more in your dugout, Tyrese? Uh, no, sir. I I believe, to my knowledge, that I was the only JUCO guy there.
0: Yeah. Wow. That says a lot.
1: Yeah, and 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 I'm telling you, he 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 stood out to me. I I felt like he did a very good job and and held himself with with uh, you know confidence. And that's one thing that I think these guys would say is that you know Tyrese was confident in himself, and <laughs> and it, it it made a difference for our team when we knew that he believed in himself, and it made us believe in him as well. And Tyrese, we appreciate what you did for us. Yes, sir.
0: Well, Tyrese, I, I followed you through your career at st paul's and and i was glad to see you stay stay home at bishop state and and i'm going to continue to follow you wherever you go do you have any ideas where you may be going to play baseball on the higher level
4: uh yes sir i've been finalizing talking to some d1 coaches since a lot of them are uh, are done with their seasons and i got a few schools in mind but narrowing it down and i plan to commit next week
0: Okay. Well, uh, that, is, that, is, that is a good thing. And when when you do make that commitment, I've already talked to James, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk to you again. and I'm, I'm going to put it on my Facebook page. You know, uh, I have failed to tell the listeners out there, excuse me for one second, Tyrese, y'all tune in to Mobile Baseball Connection Facebook page and, and you'll find out more about Bishop State Baseball and, and anything else you want to see locally, locally with baseball. But Tyrese, I'm glad you were able to come on with us tonight, and and us talk to you, and and you share some of your your experiences with with at Bishop State and what you're doing, and and guys, you here's your opportunity to say say a couple more things to Tyrese.
3: Uh, I just want to say, love you, brother. Uh, you're one of the most exciting players I've ever played with. Uh, it was fun every day out there in the outfield making jokes. I know uh, I kind of ran you into the fence one time, but we'll forget about that one for now, but uh, I just want to say good luck to you next year, and you better text me after this and tell me where you're going.
2: <laughs> Cooper? Um, yeah, uh, Tyrese. I came in hurt in the fall, and um, Tyrese kind of took me under his wing and was really good to me and just kind of taught me how things go and how they were going to go, and um I learned a lot from Tyrese and uh I don't really want to say this to him but uh I look up to him. He's probably going to text me and tell me I'm soft for saying that or something after this. Uh but I really do look up to him. He's uh, he's a great guy. Um I'll be his friend forever and just off the field. I mean, we all know he's great on the field, but off the field he's an even better person. So
0: Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Those those are good guys and Hey, these memories that y'all shared at Bishop State, Tyrese, are, you'll never forget them. Just like your high school days, and and I want to tell you, Tyrese, that all of Mobile and Baldwin County and St. Paul's and Bishop State, we're gonna follow you wherever you go, and we're gonna we're gonna be pulling for you and and Bryce and Cooper wherever your your baseball leads you or your life leads you. We're, we're behind you, buddy. I just want you to know that.
4: Yes, sir. That's appreciated.
0: Okay, buddy. Well, we're gonna let you go. I got one more thing for you, okay? Yes. Go Wildcats.
4: Go Wildcats, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, brother. Thanks for coming on, Tyrese, and good luck wherever you go, buddy. Yes, Thanks, Tyrese. See you, buddy. for
4: y'all having me. Y'all have a great night. All
0: yes, right, sir. buddy. All right. All right, guys. We we, we got a few more minutes here. Uh, 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 Nick Wiggins, my producer, has, has just always been great for us, and and we're gonna wrap it up here, but. Uh, in conclusion, James, uh, you got two outstanding players here. Cooper Ward and Bryce Eddington, you know like I said, they come from great families and and they, they, they have really talked about what the program has become at Bishop State. And so in conclusion, tell us tell us anything that, that you can.
1: Well, at this point, you know, I think we've sobbed it enough. I think we're in that situation where we we don't have to really, uh, sell our program, I think people need to come watch us. I think when you see what we do on the field and how we compete and how our guys go about their business on the daily, I think that sells our program. You know, I can tell people all the time what we've done on the stat book, and and to be honest with you, it just doesn't mean as much. Uh, but our guys, the, the way they competed and the way they hung in there and some tight ball games, we had some baseball games, that, as Tyree said, that we should have lost. And for some reason, you know, that brotherhood and and that wanting to represent their city, they would say that many times, you know, they you know, they know that they're representing more than just themselves. And it's not just about, you know, Bryce Eddington or Cooper Ward or James Hadenstein. It's about having a, a baseball program that people will be proud of that they can look around you know, 10 years down the road and come to the game and still be a part of and still be able to wear their Bishop State gear and be proud of being a part. You know, At one point in the season when we were kind of rolling, I had about 10 of my teammates show up at the game, and I really didn't know all of them were coming. And it was an, an unbelievable experience to be able to see those guys. And, look, I don't know if I look as old as they do, but we, we're kind of old now. <laughs> So, um, you know, hopefully they'll be able to do that down the road and, and still be able to have that connection to Mobile and still have that connection to Bishop State and and have that pride in being a Wildcat. You know, we were there. We were actually the Matadors. I remember. So we weren't the Wildcats. So, so at this that. point, you know, we're, we're still Bishop State baseball, and we'll say that.
0: Well, you know, you mentioned uh, – we mentioned we've talked a lot about baseball, and you mentioned earlier about the academics, which it comes first and, and which it does. And, guys – wherever your baseball career takes you just remember the education you're getting it's going to carry you in life and and i think you had about 20 players that were recognized yeah. that, that that had a really high grade point average yeah. and, and and so just remember that to, to to work towards that degree wherever you go on we, the next level
1: we tell them they're going to get pro in something we just don't know if it's going to be baseball so they better make <laughs> sure they get their academics out of the way or get in that weight room get that back really strong either one you got to work and, and be ready for for life that's coming and, it, and it's coming and so hopefully uh, 10 years down the road they'll they'll donate some stuff back to bishop state
0: that's right i've seen so many uh, uh young men that, that went to school with my daughters that they're way past me man so mm-hmm. hey I, I i i could stick i should hey help uh, i'll yeah. work for food help wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. any any conclusion closing words from y'all two guys anything
3: uh I guess just go Wildcats and (laughs) for all the local players out there, if you're listening, um, I think you need to give Bishop State a chance. I think we've put them on the map the past two years and it's a really great program.
2: Uh, Just piggyback off that, Uh, Rice uh, and guys like Gage and Tyrese, they paved the way for us. It makes it a lot easier. And um, they've set a standard for Bishop State and uh, me as a freshman it's my job to meet that standard and even keep raising the bar. And um it's just we just gotta keep raising the bar and keep getting better every year and that's what we're gonna do. So I'm excited for next year also.
0: it's been great, guys. And I, I wanna thank thank my guests tonight, Coach James Hattenstein of Bishop State and and Cooper Ward of Bishop State played at McGill and Bryce Eddington from Bishop State that played at St. Luke's and it's been an honor for y'all to come in and, and sit in on the batter's box in the studio and, and talk about your, your – your talk baseball. That's what we did is talk baseball. And you said it a few minutes ago, we're going to end on this, guys. Go Wildcats.
1: Thank you, Joey. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. having us.
0: No problem, buddy. And w- w- with from this is Joey Warner with WNSP. Now, the batter's box. And what we're going to do now, we're signing out.